Welcome to another version of Inside the Economy from Sharky Howes and Javer. I'm Larry Howes. Thanks for joining me. Here's a quick update on what's going on on the numbers. And once again, it's a little more positive news about what's going on in the U.S. economy. The manufacturing and non-manufacturing surveys are approaching new numbers, great numbers again. It's fine. Interest rates are creeping up. Unemployment's still 4.1, very likely to go lower in the near future. We'll get back to that later. Right now, under the new tax rules, Treasury has finally produced the new W-2 employee tax withholding tables, and they are out. And it is going to increase personal income. The liability for income taxes is down. That money's going directly into the economy. I think in 2018, that'll probably be $60 billion. 2019, that'll be anyway, 170 plus billion more into the economy, just on the withholding. That legislation is going to help and or, depending on how you look at it, this little area right here, and this is consumer spending. The soft blue bars in the background there is the non-revolving debt. That's mortgages, car loans, long-term toys. That has picked up a little bit, and since this is a three-month moving average, that includes stuff that was bought for Christmas and at the end of 2017. The darker stuff is revolving. That's credit cards, gas cards, that sort of stuff. It's picked up a little bit, too. This is the end of 2017. They really don't even have the new tax rates yet, but since it's a moving average, there was a little optimism built into the system already. People are going to have more money to spend. Now, a lot of folk, and these are just broken down by industries, have already gotten salary increases. Some of this hourly, some of it is base salary. High twos, low threes across the board. That is basically due to what was going on in 2017. The fact that corporate tax rates went down and some people, and I, I'm thinking specifically what went on at Walmart, got raises due to the fact that the corporate tax rate went down, sort of a permanent reduction. So they transferred that money off to the employees. Great. But some of these raises were already built into the system. Now, the system has changed as the W-2 impact starts to happen in the economy. And this is what a lot of states are going to be impacted. The orange are states that aren't going to do well in the tax law. They are expensive. They have high income taxes in the state. Colorado has a pretty low income tax. Or they have very high property taxes. Colorado has relatively low property taxes, which is one of the states that's going to benefit and the people working here. A lot of the other ones, California, New York, Texas, Montana, a lot of states like that, aren't going to do as well. Is it going to trigger a mass migration of workers? Probably not. But the new infrastructure bill, I haven't seen it yet. It's going to come out of the administration here in the next day or two, and I just can't wait to read it. But it's a safe bet that it's going to put a lot of the onus on putting new money in highways, dams, airports, water projects, the grid, back on the states. So if the state is already under pressure, budget-wise, they may not be able to take advantage of this infrastructure bill that's going forward. Fine, we'll see more about that later.
right now, more money to spend. Real estate prices have been doing well. They're continuing to accrete up even though mortgage rates are moving higher. And I think the big magic 5% 30-year mortgage rates is not as far away as I originally thought. Most of the 30-year mortgages for residentials right now at 4.5, 4.6 already, and it's only February. We might see five before the end of the year. Don't be surprised. I think that'll have an impact in the market. But right now, the housing market has been doing fine. And no one should be surprised that Denver is at the top of that list once again, along with Dallas, Seattle, Portland. The states are going to do well or reasonably well. People are buying stuff. States that aren't going to do well or were overbought or for whatever reason, Las Vegas, Phoenix, Miami, Chicago, Tampa, well, their markets are correcting. Overall, nationwide, most real estate markets are down. That's not going to improve in the near future as rates are going to go up. So, given the corporate earnings and the fundamentals in the U.S. economy are still excellent, and they are, the new earnings reports are great, it'd be very di difficult to determine why or how there was a repricing of the equity market the last couple of weeks. I know it's really been a, an issue with some people, but it's pointless and impossible. We didn't even get to a correction. As much as I would like to do that, we didn't. Uh, this is basically what the Dow and the S&P 500 and the huge composite did. There's the peak, January 26th, and down it goes somewhere around 8% or when I left the office today, today's Monday, the Dow is back up another 500 points. In a lot of ways, this is very, very indicative of what little, almost corrections are going to look like. They're going to drop in a hurry. They're going to recover in a hurry. This wasn't a correction. It took some of the steam out of the market. That's about it. There isn't anything out there that still portents bad news. Now, I know this is kind of a boring technical slide, but a lot of you own this. This is the ETF of the S&P 500. Here's its history. There's 2008 over there. You can tell where volatility was. You can tell what a lot of people leave as a percentage rate. All the way to the right on this thing was a bad day in that S&P 500. People pulled $23 billion out of this fund. That's what it looks like. Bad news? Well, for one day, it had no impact. This whole thing hardly has an impact on the history of the S&P 500. It's just not dramatic. Just for fun, here's the S&P 500 back to 1957. You can hardly tell. That's not going to change. If we get something like this sometime again in 2018, it's a safe bet that given the current underpinnings, it'll be just the same. Don't worry about it. Now, when we do have some of these corrections, and I use that word loosely, the market goes down 8% in a very short period of time. Historically, if you look at all the nice bars, the following 12 months after a day like that is usually pretty productive. It's a buying opportunity. It takes a little steam out of the market, and people start buying again. I think we're not going to have as big a glorious 12 months like we had in 2017, but it should be uh, 
a pretty good year. The other side of the coin are the bonds. January, $46 billion flowed out of stocks into bond funds and ETFs. This is part of, since about 2007, about $1.4 trillion has moved specifically out of U.S. equities into U.S. bonds. These transfers go on, and you'd think that that would be a lot of money and would have an impact on pricing. Well, I remind you in here that the Fed is selling its assets. It's got about $4 trillion worth of assets that it's selling, about $600 billion a year. And there are some people out there that are really afraid inflation is coming back. So they're selling bonds too. Well, that's pretty much the only thing driving up long-term yields. The Fed controls short-term Fed funds rate. We've talked about that a lot, and they're driving that up. They'll increase another 25 basis points in March. We'll probably be at two and a quarter by the end of the year. We've talked about that. Long-term rates are much more oriented around the marketplace. And the combination of new money flowing in, those are buys. You'd think that'd raise the price, lower the yield. That's not. Yields are going up. There's a lot of sells going on outside. Fine. It's not going to have an, another big impact in the marketplace. Here are the fund flows. Here's the $1.5 trillion since 2007. And here's the dividends in the income stuff that a lot of people have been buying. That's fine, too. They've been pulling money out of one of the best, most productive equity markets of all time. It doesn't mean that they don't have confidence in bonds. It means to many of them, they've made so much in equities, they've got to reallocate, buy some bonds. That's happened to a lot of you. Chance of recession? <laughs> no. There are no economic variables that would have a portent of a recession in the near future. We've talked about that. And the only financial variables, which is the only thing here that could possibly trigger the concept of a recession, is the fact that the Fed is raising rates. Well, I don't think they're going to raise rates much past two and a quarter. Yes, we'll talk about that some more later. But it's certainly not going to force a recession for the foreseeable future. So once again, don't count on any bad economic horrendous impact on the economy for the foreseeable future, end of 2019. Now, <clears throat> there's a couple of things here that are going on that I really like to make clear. Wage increases, especially on the low end, the hourly end, like Walmart and some parts of retail like that, those wage increases are coming from reduction in the corporate taxes in the new legislation. That's permanent, wage increases are impermanent. Great. This is what's very likely to happen for the money, the corporate money, that they repatriate and will be repatriating what they're gonna do with it. This is a one-time opportunity, so it's gonna be a one-time expenditure. And if you notice, the majority of the respondents to this said they're gonna pay down debt. There's a lot of companies in the S&P 500 that went out and sold some bonds and basically got the money almost for nothing, but they're going to pay that debt off too. That will make the bond market look better. The next biggest thing on here is they're going to buy their own stock. It's going to make the stock market look better. 
buy some other companies, so on and so forth down the line. It supports the idea of the financial markets doing well in the, in the foreseeable future and what sort of an impact this tax, tax legislation has had. Uh, well, there's not a lot of excitement going on. I'm sorry that there was a lot of hype in the media that got everybody upset. Don't buy into it. I doubt anything like that is going to bother us for the foreseeable future. So we'll stay on top of it. For now, thanks for joining me, and I appreciate you listening.